In the spirit of Al Davis, the gunslinging Derek Carr and a defense built of Monstars propel the Oakland Raiders to the playoffs for the first time since 2007. Do your job, job done. It's on to New York as the great hooded one, the GOAT, and the Patriots clinch the one spot in the AFC playoffs. Pete Carroll, the Legion of Boom, and Russell Wilson are sitting down this week to write a thank you card to the rest of the NFC West as they clinch a playoff berth. The ghost of Paul Revere can be seen riding through the streets of L.A. saying, the Chargers are coming, the Chargers are coming. Gus Bradley out in Jacksonville? Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I speak from experience. It's time to move on again in the River City. What the vacancy for the Jags means for the Rams filling their head coaching spot and the other head coaches who should be watching as they're on the hot seat. Are you 8-6? and six? Well, then you're a bubble team. Sitting outside the playoffs, looking in, but don't worry, you've got a shot. That's this week on the Left Coasters podcast. Welcome, everyone, to week 16 of the Left Coasters podcast. Again, my name is Tony Cavallo. I'm here with Matt D'Angelo, Antonio, Brian, the ballerina, Balzarini. And we are here, guys, week 16. We've almost made it. We're almost at a full season. I remember when we started this in week one. We didn't know if we'd make it to week two. Yet here we are in the Left Coasters studio. As always, you can reach us at the Left Coasters podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And we're here right now, and we're going to jump right into the Rams section. Just get them out of the way fast because this is a team that's not making the playoffs. Head coaching vacancy. They played on Thursday night. Dangles, what happened? Well, it was pretty ugly. 24-3, the final score. Jared Goff actually left the game with an injury. Before he did, though, 13 of 25 for 135 yards. He got sacked four times. Whoa. Not good. Yeah, his, uh, his ending quarterback rating was um, 19.2. That's out of 100, not, folks. Not good. Not good. Uh, Todd Gurley rushed uh, for 38 yards on 14 carries, hovering right around that three yards per carry market we've seen him do all season. A long of 22, though, um, so maybe an upside to look at. Um, and Kenny Britt leads the way in receiving. No surprise there. Four catches for 50 yards. Uh, Alec Ogletree did have an interception. Uh, Mark Barron leads the way on defense uh, for tackles with, uh, with seven, six of them solo, two of them for a loss. Um, not much else to really talk about. Out here Terrible. two sacks one for William Hayes one for Ethan Westbrooks it was really all Seahawks all day long it was a terrible game both teams made a million mistakes Richard Sherman said it best when this is a poop filled game and uh, Richard Sherman was the one who killed Jared Goff on that play completely legal hit but he was not he was making sure the rookie said welcome to the NFL but I, I don't know about you guys are you guys ready to not see any more Thursday night football games I'm kind of over it right very much over it I'm done. It's a big, uh, big burden on the players too Absolutely. to have to be able to turn around on such a short week, you know, and 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 come back with maybe just four days of rest no, and then play on Thursday night in what have largely been garbage games. Yes. Yeah. No. I I, I, I say keep Thanksgiving. Mad. I wouldn't be mad. Yes. Thanksgiving is a tradition in yes. and of itself. Keep Thanksgiving. Even add the third Thanksgiving night game. I'm fine with that. But even the referees were making mistakes. I wanted to bring this up with you guys. I texted it to you over the break. Nobody saw this. Not no. Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels missed it the whole telecast. But the second Seahawks drive, the first time they were going to score, I believe they were up three nothing. They have third and goal. It was either th- yeah, it was third and goal. They have a fullback and they have Rawls behind him. The fullback is Reese, I believe. And Russell Wilson runs a play action pass where he throws it to the fullback doing a curl in the end Mar- zone. Marcel Reese. Fullback was wide open. The fullback ended up tripping and the ball missed. But there was a defensive holding play and they got, ended up getting a first down out of it. Next play was a Wilson to Wilson touchdown pass. But what happened was third and goal, third and uh, third and goal. This is on the penalty. This is on the penalty. Marcel Reese, if you look back at the replay, he moves fully, takes a full step before the ball is snapped, a.k.a. a false start. Should have been fourth and now six. They would have kicked the field goal. It would have been a 6 nothing game. Referees missed it completely. Instead called defensive holding on the Los Angeles Rams. They get a first down, score the next play. What I'm trying to say is nobody wants to be there on Thursday. Get rid of the Thursday night games. I'm done with them. I'm just I'm just surprised at the scheduling. Most of the scheduling, uh, the games that we're seeing are crap games. Terrible. They're just crap games. Throw them out. Just add that game to the rest of the, the, the slosh on Sunday, and you can just kind of see the highlights whenever. We're not going to spend so much time on it because the Rams stink. They will continue to stink. I don't think John Fassel is keeping the job in L.A., but Dangles, I do believe there is another head coaching vacancy in the NFL. There is another head coaching vacancy in the NFL. Mere, it seemed, moments yes. after the Jaguars lost what was a very close game to the Houston Texans, a game that they very well could have, and and probably from the viewpoint of Jaguars fans, and at least from my viewpoint, should have won. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's absolutely. a game the Jaguars should have won down the stretch there, um, you know, especially given that Brock Osweiler was benched and a completely green quarterback was put in. Gus Bradley let go uh, afterward. The owner, Shad Khan, saying, and I'm paraphrasing, essentially Gus did a great job representing the Jacksonville community, but it's very clear that it's time a change was made. I could not agree with Shad I more. Agree. It was time, and believe me, like I said, could not have ha- uh, it could not have happened to a nicer guy. Gus Bradley is honestly one of the, like, the kindest people you'll ever meet on the planet Earth, but and he will find a job somewhere else. I, I can be sure of that. Probably not as a head coach, maybe as a coordinator, but um, he's a very good coach. But that does leave us some questions here, fellas, because the Jaguars, uh, knowing that they were going to have to get into the conversation soon if they wanted a shot at a decent head coach, uh, jumped into the conversation by firing Gus Bradley. And I think you had mentioned, Tony, earlier that the you know the Rams firing Jeff Fisher kind of sped up the timetable for the Jags organization. Absolutely. I think the Jags made the right decision to do it right now because they knew they weren't going to keep him into the end of the season. Might as well get into the conversation right now. Have ESPN talk about you. Make sure when LA goes to meet these coaches, uh, these prospective coaches, these guys in their minds have other options to throw at the table. And it's a top-heavy coaching pool right now. Mm-hmm. And I think after the third, fourth guy, you're going to you're going to find yourself in a position where you could you're going to have to pull out of the barrel a little bit. Yeah. So, so and in Jacksonville, though, who becomes the interim this head coach? Is what I, now this is what I'm getting to. Now here's the here's the difference: a completely untried head coach in uh, John Fassel in Los Angeles. The difference here uh, is Doug Marone, Woo. former coach of the Syracuse Orange Woo. football team, led them to their first bowl and geez god knows how resuscitated long i have the syracuse no orange. i resuscitated the syracuse orange football program left for the nfl took over the buffalo bills he was there for what one, one year one year one year before he was fired uh and i then, thought he was there for i longer. thought he was one. there for longer too i'll look it up maybe just one year let's look it up and confirm that but he was not there for very long before he was let go as the coach and eventually made his way because down to, the of, off- uh, to jacksonville it, it wasn't like doug was fired he was let go he because left. they had Rex coming in no no he 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 he, he canceled his own his uh, own contract his own own contract i thought it was sort of an understanding that once the owner died it was like rex is going to come in here now you need to get out no doug left on his own accord well dougie fresh as we call him dougie fresh is up as we call him up on the hill is back and uh, he does have head coaching experience and this is a job that he could very easily win and he is an offensive line based guy he's an offensive minded guy that's what i think jacksonville needs over there to make that blake bortles team run efficiently Dougie Fresh might stay there. So that was one year in Buffalo? So Marone interviewed with the New York Jets after opting out of his contract with the Bills. His interview wow. reportedly did not go well. Wow. Uh, but he, uh, Marone, Marone quit. Wow. So this is a job that he could very easily keep, but a lot of the same names that I'm seeing coming up for the Rams head coaching position are also coming up for the Jacksonville yep. coaching position because they are two similar teams in the sense that they have... S- fairly solid defenses. I would say the Rams defense is better than the Jaguars defense by a mile or two, but the Jaguars still have a good young defense. And what they need is someone who can foster talent and grow talent and develop talent and unite an offense. Yeah. And they both have young quarterbacks. Blake Bortles a little bit older than Jared Goff, but both have manageable quarterbacks, some playmakers on offense, some real playmakers on defense. The question is, where would you rather be Jacksonville, Florida or Los Angeles, California? But, I mean, these coaches have families. It's not just the coach coming by. They have families. they got to take them to a school system. The kids have to, you know, find a new life out there. Where else would you rather be? Two seasons, by the way. Two seasons in Buffalo. Two seasons in Buffalo. Well, Doug Marone's now in Jacksonville. If Doug Marone keeps the job in Jacksonville, I wouldn't be surprised. But if I'm a coach, if I'm out of a job right now and I'm looking to be a head coach of a team, I don't even think it's a competition. To answer your question, it's going to be L.A. all the way. For the the most part, I I, I think it's also going to be, the question's going to be, um, do you want to walk into a new stadium in L.A.? Yes. In two years? Yes. And you have, to the the, you have to you have to suck it up for the Coliseum because I don't necessarily. I mean, I know we talked about. I know we talked about the fact that whoever they bring in for this head coaching job has to be the person who is taking that team into the new stadium. Yeah. The question is, will they be? Because if you bring in somebody and that stadium's still two years away, if you bring somebody in and, and they, they go stink. and then they stink, yes. what do you do? Do you you can't keep them to bring them into a new stadium? Fans aren't going to want to come out if you have a brand spanking, sparkling new stadium and a shitty team led by a shitty coach they're going to want to feel entirely new this team when they go into like i think if they're going to do it that's the time for the jersey revamp that's the time for everything to be there is there is a small chance that they pull a boston red sox and hire a bobby valentine a guy that's going to get the newspaper headlines and get people talking about anything but the losses that the team is accruing before they find a real 
head coach slash manager to take the team you know, to it was, prominence. What was interesting about Bobby Valentine, though, is that for a guy who had coached in New York, he had absolutely no idea how to handle the Boston he was, media. He was, he was, so, he was so, so terrible. deaf to Comically the way. Terrible. He, it really was comical how bad he was at handling the Boston media. So you definitely need some. You but, need somebody who's going to have a big market mindset to come out here. That's a big difference between Los Angeles and Jacksonville. But, but keep in mind, the Rams can easily go under the radar. The, Bo- the, the Boston Red Sox can't. No, that's true. And I mean, it's the thing about under the radar is I think it's going to be kind of difficult no matter where you, the I mean, there'll be more coaching vacancies as the year goes on. And we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. But when you're looking at L.A., when you can become the king dog in L.A., when you're the only team in L.A., that means a hell of a whole lot. You're the coach of that only singular L.A. franchise. That means a whole lot. Let's talk about the other thing that's threatening the Los Angeles Rams right now. And that is losing this city of Los Angeles because the baby brother might be moving in. There's talks, and it looks like it's just about likely that Los Angeles is getting a second team in the San Diego Chargers starting next year. 75% chance right now, would you say? I would say it's even more. Basically, the short, the, the, short, the short version of this story is that the Chargers want a new stadium. The city of San Diego, and by the votes of the citizens this past November in the election, the voters do not want to shell out the money to build a new stadium. Nor and, should they. And nor should, nor should they. Uh, and so th- the choices are I, the choices would be either to continue playing in Qualcomm, which seems to be untenable for the franchise. It's not what Dean Spanos, the owner of the team, wants to do. Or... Move to Los Angeles, which they have until January 17th, 2017, to decide whether they want to do. That is the deadline, and I expect that they will not decide until January 17th, 2017. Where do they play? They'd play in the Coliseum. They play double they up with the Coliseum. They'd they play in the Coliseum, oh God, and then they'd play in the, uh, in the new stadium with us as well. Spanos, Dean Spanos, who is the chairman of the San Diego Chargers, he told Kevin Acey of the San Diego Union Tribune, Tribune after their most recent game on Sunday. He told him that a CBS reporter asked him if he was closer to leaving than staying, and his quote was, I said that would probably be an accurate statement. Spanos continued, I also said I'm not going to make up my mind until after the season. So Dean is playing the PR card right here. He is simply throwing out there that, guys, I'm leaning towards leaving. I have until January 17th, as Dangle said. I have until that time to decide, but it's looking likely I'm leaving. He's letting the world know. My favorite response that I've read so far comes from Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union-Tribune. And uh, the headline is, here's a suggestion for Spanos, just go. Sums it up. I don't think that's how the fans feel. I think that's a disgruntled sports columnist. I think, I think you're wrong there, Dangles. I do too. I haven't heard too many great things coming from the fans out of San Diego. Their, 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 their hatred for Spanos is pretty strong. So the guy writes, and this is a little lengthy, he goes, The NFL, like an offensive line, operates through cohesion and force. It moves boulders with leverage by jamming in a crowbar and flexing the muscle of the hallowed shield. Build us a stadium or else we're moving to L.A. How many teams for how many years and how many cities have dangled that threat? How many have succumbed? How many have mortgaged their financial well-being to arbitrarily enrich a billionaire? Maybe just once, someone somewhere will push back. Why can't a city have leverage too? Why can't a mayor grow a backbone? Why can't a community make ultimatums? Call Dino's bluff. Tell him the city has spoken. Or 57% of them at least referring the vote they took earlier that Dangles mentioned. Tell him a stadium full of 75% fans from the visiting team has spoken. Tell him the market has spoken, that you're not sure there's a robust enough corporate culture to support all the luxury suites that, a modern, that ring modern NFL stadiums. And he finally writes, tell him you won't be held hostage by threats from a mouthpiece who is the mastermind of Lance Armstrong's doping fraud. Tell him you're closer to wishing him well and maybe his best move is to move. This guy's writing fire flames for the San Diego Union-Tribune, and yes, it might be a disgruntled sports writer, but he is right in the fact that in the game against Oakland, 75% of that stadium, which was in it San was Diego, so was Oakland fans. It was so loud when Philip Rivers was trying to throw the ball. He had to, to do a silent ball. count at home. It was so loud. Who wants San Diego there? Who wants Dean Spanos' charges to be there? I don't think San Diego wants him. And he makes a great point in that article about the fact that they don't have a lot of corporate entities that yes. want to go to that game because— Besides the San Diego Padres, what other major for- sports franchises there? Their first sellout was this week against those Oakland Raiders, Crosstown Rivals. There you go. That, and that, it was that 75% says it all to Oakland. So, and, and keep in mind, San Diego's largest base isn't actually in San Diego. It's in Orange County. Wow. It's in Orange County. I mean, if the down. writing's on the wall, if the writing's on the wall, the writing's on the wall. The fans don't want to—the the options seem to be either build a new stadium or leave. 
The fans don't want to build a new stadium. It's that simple. It's that simple. Then, then they leave. That's it. If they yeah. don't care enough the to spend the money Dean on the new back. stadium, the thing that's holding Dean back is Dean Spanos is again a, 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 a he is a billionaire, but he is known to pinch his pennies. This is why the San Diego thing is taking so long. He would have to pay a hefty amount of money in relocation fee to the NFL to move to Los Angeles, which he would inevitably make back because Los Angeles would hopefully make him money. But that is the thing keeping him back. It's not free to move to L.A. It's going to cost him. Like triple digit millions. Well, and he's also going to be fighting for a share of the NFL revenue in the city against the Rams. Absolutely. But is it that big of a pie? And nobody knows the numbers for sure. Well, right now it is because the Rams have 100% of it. No, not necessarily. Because remember, the San Diego, the San Diego, if you talk about the Los Angeles County market and then Orange County itself, people who travel to go to these games. You will actually ultimately probably have a, a larger market than the L.A. Rams because you already have an established base. The L.A. Rams are reestablishing their base. They're, they're counting San Diego's on, been here. San Diego's been here for the last, what, 40 years, 50 yeah. years? So they don't actually have to work as hard. Now, the question is going to be, once they get here, the people who are on the fence, the the middle ground people who you have to vie for, which is probably all three of us sitting in this booth right now. I mean, I'd love to believe that. We don't that. know where we'll go. I don't know where we'll go. I, I, I think it's, to me, it's all about who runs a better organization. Oh, yeah. Who's more entertaining to watch? Who has the sexier uniforms? There's a million things that go into it. But the that's a whole other topic that we don't have time to discuss. We just wanted to mention the fact that San Diego is knocking on the door. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm excited. I would hate it. I, I would oh, love it. I would it. hate it. We just wanted to let the left coast of this thing know that this might be happening. L.A. might be getting two football teams after years and years of having zero. Competition is a good thing, my friend. So that is the Ram section of our Left Coast's podcast. We're going to move right on now to the recap section. As always, ladies and gentlemen, ram it. All right, Left Coasters, here we are for our recap section. It's getting down to the grind, guys. Week 16, each team has two games remaining. This is actually the last time the three of us will be in studio until the playoffs begin because Christmas week is coming and we're going to be all over the country. We're definitely going to get a Week 17 Left Coasters uh, podcast to you, but this is a big one for us, guys. we got a lot to talk about right here because this is... This is the time the NFL where the world is, is going to look very, very oh, yeah. different when we get back and do our next show. Oh, yeah. Let's start off with a, a where are we now? Dangles. We did this last week, and I liked it. The AFC. What's the playoff picture looking like right now? All right. Let me help uh, draw this out for you. The Patriots have the one seed after their win this past weekend against Denver, uh, the Denver Broncos. They clinched uh, the division. They clinched first round bye. And uh, with a win here this next week in East Rutherford against the Jets, they will clinch home field England. advantage. I'm sorry, they are in New England. Because I'll be right. at that game. You're right, they are in New England. Uh, and then the Raiders in the two slot. Uh, the Patriots, by the way, 12-2. and two. The Raiders in the two slot at 11-3. and three. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the third slot. They are 9-5. and five. The four seed are the Houston Texans at 8-6. and six. The, f- the five seed at 10-4. and four, The Kansas City Chiefs after a nail-biting loss to Tennessee this week. And then rounding out the AFC playoff picture, at least those teams that are in right now, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, uh, second in the AFC East right now at nine and five. They are the sixth seed. And then on the outside, looking in, the Baltimore Ravens at eight and six. The Tennessee Titans eight and six. The Denver Broncos at eight and six. And I'm pretty sure that That's we can, you can count line, everyone else out at yep. this point. Brian, what we got for the NFC? All right, so NFC, we have the Cowboys and the Seahawks at one and two, respectively. They both clinched this week, as we stated before. Next, we have in the third seed position the Falcons at nine and five. Next, we have the Lions falling from two to four Big with their fall. loss. Big fall at nine and five now. Yeah. Uh, behind them are the are the New York Giants, yep. who looked awesome. At, yep. They're at ten and four, and then rounding the playoff picture out is the Packers your Green Bay Packers at 8 and 6 in the 6th seed Uh, looking on the outside but knocking on that door the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 8 and 6 followed by the Redskins with a Monday night loss terrible loss awful loss to the Carolina Panthers they are 7-6 and sexy one I'm telling you that tie is going to kill you it's going to hurt them probably I still think it might work but we'll see what happens and then the Vikings at 7 and 7 still looking alive at the ninth seed yep with a Green Bay Vikings game coming up this week that for all the marbles from Minnesota. Well, guys, what we're going to do right now is that's the playoff picture as it looks, but those teams on the outside looking in, I think there is a clear line of demarcation that is the bubble, and that's 8-6. and six. There are teams on both sides of the AFC and NFC that are either just in the playoffs or just outside the playoffs, and 8-6 and six is the record. So what I want to present to you two is 
I'm going to give you these six teams at eight and six, and I want you to give us your best marry, fuck, kill for each of these teams. So in this situation, marry means they're making the playoffs. Fucking means I, I get a good feeling about it, and kill means there is no shot in hell this eight and six teams making the playoffs. So the six teams in question are the Houston Texans, the Tennessee Titans, the Green Bay Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Denver Broncos, and the Baltimore Ravens. Those are your six, eight, and six teams on the bubble. Marry, fuck, kill. We're going to shoot it over to Diggity Dangles. All right. Well, I'm marrying the Green Bay Packers to start off with. I feel really good about this pick. Their next two games against the Vikings at home, and then they go to Detroit to play the Lions in Week 17. And if the Packers play the way that they did against the Seahawks two weeks ago or the Eagles four weeks ago, they win both of those games with ease. They've, like I said, they've won four straight. I'm also totally sold on Ty Montgomery as a oh, runner yeah. out of the backfield. He's oh, not yeah. just a, he's not just a gimmick back. He has a real he's a real legitimate ground threat in. A way that the Packers haven't had in years. Look good. Um, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, can't I mean, go against you the can't MVP. go again. You can't go against Aaron Rodgers. Don't plus, forget Jordy Nelson. Plus, the Packers have the tiebreaker on the Lions after beating them in Week Three. So all of these things look really, really good for Green Bay. Making right. it. I'm marrying them. I'm fucking the Tennessee Titans. I knew you would. I, I had to. I could. I wanted to marry them, but I just couldn't. You love that I little mean, Southern Bell. Well, you know, look. It was just, they made a statement win t- this weekend against Kansas yeah. City, despite the fact that Tennessee turned the ball over three times and they missed a game-tying two-point conversion that should have given Kansas City the win. Maybe this speaks more to like Kansas City's lack of offensive consistency, which is going to be a huge problem for them in the playoffs. But Tennessee showed that they can be dealt some punches and still win a tough, they tough did. game. They did. And they finished the season at Jacksonville and then at home against the Texans. Crazy. Those are two very winnable games, yes, especially given that the Texans' defense is not super against the run. Uh, I don't have the, uh, or rather, I don't expect the Titans' D to have very much trouble defending Tom Savage. He's a completely new quarterback. Then again, he didn't look terrible no he didn't look terrible and Brock Looks Osweiler wasn't Brock playing Osweiler. much better than he was so all right and, so you're fucking Tennessee and so I'm fucking Tennessee by the way kudos to you Marcus Mariota I would just say he gets my tip of the cap this week for engineering an incredible late game drive I think that was a big step in development for him uh, I'm killing the Denver Broncos there's absolutely no shot that they make the playoffs <sighs> at this point in that AFC West I'm to sorry hear. to say it as as the defending Super Bowl champions the wheels are coming off yeah. Russell Okung and TJ Ward got into a fight in the locker room yep. afterward this was by the way after tj ward got penalized for a stupid penalty where um he body slammed, uh, yeah, he edelman. Body slammed julian edelman which on a which a play that should have been a third down incompletion that would have forced the patriots to punt instead they got a fresh set of downs out of it so the wheels are clearly coming off the bus in denver and with the kansas city chiefs uh playing the way that they are and the raiders playing the way that they are by the way the broncos round out the season at the chiefs and then against the raiders Tough. in oakland Oakland, tough, there's tough no way they win both of those games. And they need to win both because they're still chasing the wild card of Miami as a game ahead of them. That's tough, tough, tough. Uh, I think I'm agreeing with you on the kill of Denver. Uh, Brad Guy, marry, fuck, kill the six teams that we mentioned. Dangles. I agree with you 100%. Oh, my goodness. There is, n- As I was picking in my head, thinking about it, there was nothing different. No, no different. Nothing sexy about Tampa Bay. Nothing. Uh, it, they, w- they come at a close second in the fuck category. Okay. Um I think they are they and the Lions are going to be that that wild card team. Yeah. Cuz I do think the the Green Bay Packers with their with their stats with their with their late surging uh efforts, I think Jordy Nelson is the X factor. So not loving Baltimore's chances against I don't, the AFC North. I don't because I I I wouldn't have said this a long time ago but the Dolphins are wrapped. Wow. They're they're in it. Wow. They're in it. And okay. and so that so that next wild card spot and I think the Steelers are taking it. That the next wild card spot goes to the Texans or the Titans. Okay. All right. All I right, hear Tom. That. What do you think then? Do you differ? No, I am uh, I'm pretty much right there with you. I would start to think about fucking Baltimore cuz I think Baltimore has Pittsburgh's number and I don't think Pittsburgh is that good this year. And if Baltimore beats Pittsburgh this week, Baltimore is winning that division, so you can't count them out quite yet. So I, I'd give a little bit of love to Baltimore. I've been on them all year. That defense is for realsies. Other than that, I'm with you guys 100%. Let me throw something out at you, though, that if the Steelers lose to the Ravens, they have the Browns the following week. And then and then if I— The I'm, Ravens have the tiebreaker. 
the Ravens have the tiebreaker. So if so they I, end up tied, that's whatever. Ravens win out, they they win the North. I think they can. Oh, easily. But um, I, I still think the Steelers are at the top. So moving on here, I'm going to go to our favorite game. We're going to do Gravestones right now. Um, because gravestones are important because as these teams, these divisional games come out, these teams are getting eliminated left and right, and we have work to do, gentlemen. We have each eliminated 16 teams, 12 of which we've agreed upon that are in the grave pool, and then four individually that we're all differing on. We still need to eliminate four more teams before the end of the season. So two this week, two next? I think I'm going to do one this week. Nice. And give you the big threesome next week in our final regular season show. Do you guys think that's a good way to go about That'll it? It'll be like a final week smackdown. Yes. Well, because you have to go one or one of which one ways of the on other. probably two, one two or other. three games. Exactly. Easy. So let's do one gravestone right now for each of us, and that will leave us to do three next week in the final game of the season. Again, the way it works is if we have killed a team that makes the playoffs, we do not get a point for that playoff team person with the most points at the end of the season during the playoffs wins the gravestones we've been doing this all year ladies and gentlemen and i will go first because there has not been a clearer gravestone to me than this team right here uh individually i have killed off san diego arizona tampa bay and minnesota all those teams i've killed off individually you guys may have killed some but we all haven't killed them together the team i'm adding to this gravestone pick is the washington redskins who lost a terrible game against carolina on Monday night. What? And because of that tie, and because of the teams around them, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Detroit, New York Giants, they will not be able to catch the uh, a wild card team with the, an at-best 9-6-1 record. They could win out, and I believe that the best wild card team, I'm sorry, the worst wild card team will be 10-6. 9-6-1 will not do it. Washington, you've lost too many games you should have won, including the London-Cincinnati tie that was the reason your season is toast. Ah. Good night, Washington. Bright guy. I'm actually going to go with the Denver Broncos. You're killing Denver, the Super Bowl champions. I think just to the not to reiterate everything that uh, Dangle said, uh, but it, it just doesn't look possible. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the math at eight and six with. Uh, with the Chiefs coming up and the Raiders, and the Raiders yeah, I I just don't see it, especially with the Dolphins having a, an easy schedule and uh, and and then the uh, Kansas City Chiefs sitting at the other position. Yep, yep, it's okay. just not possible for me. All right, Super Bowl champs are dead to Brian. What do you got over there, Diggity? Well, actually, I'm going to have to agree with Brian. Wow. I, I am also wow. giving my gravestone this week to the Denver Broncos. They have no run game to speak of. Trevor Simeon is not the droid that you're looking for, and the defense have looked <laughs> has looked vulnerable and even careless at times. I mentioned the TJ Ward penalty earlier and then, you know, all that stuff. The Denver Broncos are actually ninth in the NFL in terms of the number of penalties that they have received this year. They've been very careless defensively, and the Patriots showed, I think, this weekend that if you have a uh, a serviceable quarterback who can can throw screen passes, because that's how they neutralized Von Miller on the pass rush, is they threw a little dump passes to James White out of the backfield, uh, and and that's exactly how they made him completely obsolete, even though Brady didn't complete a friggin' pass in the first quarter. That's he was like 0 for 5. Have you ever heard of Tom Brady not completing a pass in the first quarter? Anyway, Denver has no chance of making the playoffs in wow. the AFC West. I'm killing them. Wow, that's amazing. I, I can't I can't Another even come f- close to killing Denver yet. But before you go on, Brian, Brian has individually now killed Indy, Baltimore, Arizona, San Diego, and now Denver. Dangles has killed Indy, the Giants, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and now Denver. Dangles, for some reason, hasn't killed a team that's mathematically been eliminated yet in the Arizona Cardinals. But Keep going, Dangles. Oh, I thought I, no, honestly, late, baby. No, honestly, oh, no. Honestly, no, 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 I'm not going to do it this week. I, I honestly, though, I thought I'd killed them already. No, you have which not. Is, not which yet. is why I haven't chosen them but, yet. Hey, that gives you a free one next week. I've still got picks to make, that so gives you a free I get one a next week. freebie, yeah, Two. absolutely. True. But no, just a fun little stat about Trevor Simeon. Uh, his QBR last week was 17.1. That is just that is Out worse than Jared Goff, who didn't even play a full game. Yep. Yeah, Simeon did not look very good against New England. You can't be put. You can't be putting that kind of numbers up at the end of the I season. I can't count that defense out yet. Oakland might not be playing for anything in Week Seventeen. I absolutely can. You know what I mean? But who knows? We got more to talk about as score. we go they on. They can't statistically do it though. They really can't. They can statistically if Miami I, if loses went, and Denver wins. Assuming they, assuming the other, the, the Chiefs and the and the Oakland Raiders completely take a crap, they're in. But yeah. if if exactly. You never know. Yeah, but the Chiefs and the Raiders are Super who Bowl Denver champions. is playing in the last two weeks. That's yes. what I'm, no, that's what I'm Super saying. Super Bowl champions. There's like no defend, way. You can't count the Super Bowl champions out yet. And I might as well give them my gravestone next week. You don't know. But 
Uh, this week they stay alive. For but me. you're giving the Vikings the death. The death. Vikings are dead, and the Washington Redskins are dead. They can still get it nine to seven. Nine. I can I can give you a path to their victory very easily. I can give you a path to Denver. We have to make these tough decisions now. That's the whole point of gravestones. Next week is going to be fucking insane with gravestones. We have to start somewhere. But first, before we move on from our recap section, guys, we had Gus Bradley fired this week. We had Jeff Fisher fired the week before. There are many other coaches that are sitting on the hot seat right now. So, speed round. I'm going to give you a coach. I'm going to give you each of you a coach. You're going to tell me yes or no, he's getting fired. You're going to go like back and forth here? We're going to go back and forth. We're going to go back and forth. We got, don't have enough time to talk about all these people individually. So back and forth. Brian, you're first. Rex Ryan, fired, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. You, I, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. In one sentence, why? Uh, because I think Rex is Buffalo. I think if it's you that simple. a loser? No, <laughs> I, I think Rex embodies the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Todd Bowles, New York Jets, yes or no? Oh, God, yes, absolutely. He's lost that locker room and that whole team. No. No, I don't think he gets fired. I think they give him another year. It's not his fault this year. His team is a piece of shit. He has no shit. quarterback. Sheldon Richardson is a piece of shit. No quarterback. Um, all right. Keep it moving. Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin Lewis, yes or no? Yes. Go on. No. He's he's the second longest tenured coach since Bill Belichick. And he has a horrible record. Bad, bad year. Bad year. I think Marvin stays. All right. Uh, Hugh Jackson, Cleveland Browns, yes or no? Stays. Unfortunately, I think he's got to go, too. I sadly think he's done. If he goes 0-16, I, I sadly think he's done. You think in one year Hugh Jackson's done. Sadly. He inherited one of the worst the offenses, worst, the worst, worst defenses, yes. worst roster. No way. No I, way. I think, I they think get Jimmy gonna, Garoppolo in the offseason, and, and, they, and, they, turn the, and they turn and the corner. No, who was the poor, who was the poor sap who went 0-16 with the lives of Rod Marinucci? Morning Way, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Mon- no, it was Marinelli. Marinelli. Or Rod Marinelli. I'm sorry. I was thinking Steve Marinucci. But Rod Marinelli also had the team, I think, two years before that. Rod Marinelli. If he had so been, he, yeah, drove that if, game, he drove that organization into the but ground. But if he had come in just that year and gone 0-16, would you say give him another year? How do you argue with 0-16? Absolutely, because you don't have a bare cabinet, and then blame it on the guy. I, who, I agree with you, but Cleveland's done it before. And Hugh Jackson's and a we'll great coach. Again. I agree with you, but Cleveland's done it before and he'll do it again. They're not, so. There's nobody on the market even close If they go 1-15, and 15, though, no chance. He's no, staying no, no, he completely. Stays. He stays if they if go 1-15. If he gets fired, I want the Rams to interview him. I'd be okay with that. Me too. I'd he 100% could, be okay with so that. So that's what All I'm right. talking about. You you want him? I like you him, want, but I, don't, I think Cleveland's dumb. Cleveland is Cleveland. There's no getting around that. If you go 0-16 in Cleveland, Cleveland's going to look at that and go, what, oh, so well, other, la-di-da. What, what, so some other asshole can come in and do the same thing? How many coaches have they had in the past 10 years in Cleveland? I think 10. They've <laughs> like got the Cavs. It's, they've got the Cavs. It's like Syracuse. Okay. We wait for basketball right, season. There's still, some more, there's still some more coaches. Chuck Pagano, Indianapolis Colts, yes or no? No. No. I think he gets fired. I think he would have been fired last year. I think he absolutely gets fired. I, they've already I, said he's not getting fired. Yes, he already said, they already said it. So They said Jeff Fisher wasn't getting fired. Uh, those those words mean nothing. Dean Spino said I'm moving to L.A. But just so Jeff he can Fisher get more money. Jeff Fisher was 4-10. I understand. Uh, I think Chuck Pagano's done. And they won this one. Uh, Mike McCoy, San Diego Chargers, yes or no? Mm, that's tough. Um, Gone if no, they move. No, I don't think so. If they move, he leaves, though. I agree with Brian, yeah. Gone. I, th- I think he uh, stays no matter what. Um, John Fox, Chicago Bears, yes or no? Stays. Fired. Fired. No way. No I, think, way. I think Chicago is ready to put the reset button. Absolutely not. I think they're ready to push the reset button. I think Jay Cutler's gone. I think Fox is gone. I think they're all gone. Chip Kelly, San Fran, yes or no? Well, I already know that he's staying. They've purported that he's staying. I, I don't believe reports. I don't believe reports until it's Tuesday after the season. After we go through Black Monday, I don't believe these reports. He should get fired. He should get fired before Hugh Jackson. He should, he should get fired, and he should go back to college where he belongs because he's proven one thing to me only in his time in the NFL is that he's not built for the NFL. I don't believe he gets fired, though. Last one, Bruce Arians, Arizona Cardinals. Stays. Probably the most disappointing team in the NFL. Stays. I think he stays, too. I think, I that, think, organization, I think that organization respects him too much. I think they get Tony Romo. Plus, he's been sick this season. You can't kick a sick man out. I think he retires. I think he retires due to his health. Is really it that do. bad? I think he's uh he's, he's been in the hospital twice this, has this been year. A tough, tough year for him. At least and his family. I think he says I'm good. Oh man, I didn't I know. know it was that bad. I know. I think he's out. That's it, guys. That's our recap section. On to our picks, and then that's uh that's the left coasters for you. Week 16, ram it, baby. All right, coasters. Another week down, and another set of injuries. Bad news for Janoris Jenkins and the Giants. Uh, Janoris went down with a bad injury to his back. Uh, went down in the first quarter, I believe, and didn't return. They say it is a bruised spine. 
That's never good. It's, <laughs> no, it's not awful. He's a really big part of that uh, that secondary with Landon Collins that has been just and Dominique Rogers Cromartie who saved the touchdown yep. on a wide open Golden Tate oh, this man, past that week. Was oh, tough I thought to watch. was who I thought was gone, but Dominique Rogers Cromartie did a great job chasing him down. That is a big hole and big shoes to fill for the Giants in that secondary. Absolutely, and Janoris has been a clutch DB for them, and we will see how they uh, they make do. They may do with the Lions. We'll see what they do next week. Next, we have Darius Slay of the Detroit Lions. Darius, uh, if you remember, was dealing with a bad hamstring leading up to this week's game uh, and unfortunately re-injured it not too many plays after uh, Janoris Jenkins. So the Lions have got to figure out how they're going to manage this week and potentially next without Darius Slay. Big games. God. Big for the city of Detroit here. Bad timing. Mm -hmm. Awful timing. Next and final, we have an injury out of Houston. Running back Lamar Miller out with an ankle injury. Didn't return to the game. He's the thing that makes that whole team tick on offense. And that's got to be that's got to be frustrating if you're uh, O'Brien. Oh Pull, yeah, pulling uh, your 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 quarterback and then potentially not having your stud r- running back to pick up the slack if you've got a backup quarterback in there while you're in the hunt. Yep. For a uh, division championship, so yep. you need him. You need him big time. Detroit so. needs Darius Slay. Houston needs Lamar Miller. So there you go. Tough sledding. There you go. These are the teams that are going to have to make do. But uh, that's it for the injury report for Week 15. Tony, what do we got next, bud? We got our picks, baby, and uh, it's Week Who's 16. Winning? I believe you are winning. Oh yeah, you are winning. You what actually was... won this week again with a 13 and three record. Dangles and I went 12 and four. It was a hell of a play by Gosh, Dangles dang. to go 12 and four. That was, by the way, your pick of uh, Tennessee. Well, yeah, he on the that Tennessee was train the whole season. Dangles has been on the Tennessee train. I, look, I, when you're right, you're right. And if there's one thing I've been about the Tennessee Titans at least the past couple of weeks, it is right. And, yeah, and, and guess true. who it was very against? True. Uh, it was against the, the Kansas, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. I know, I know. Who I also said I believe at the beginning of this year would not only be good, but I'm pretty sure I picked them to win the AFC West. I believe you did. Well, Dangles, look at you. You're doing so well. You've improved to 116 and 89. That's a pretty solid record. I'm sitting in second place, 128 and 77. Big bride guy, buck 35 and 70. That's take me to the bank, baby. That's ludicrous. Yeah, I think this is pretty much games in the bag. above 500. Well, he has a seven-game lead on me. He has a 19-game lead on Dangles. Uh, it's looking tough, but now as we go into our You know, picks, and that's the thing, uh, is you are just the type of infuriating son of a bitch, Tony Cavallo, to pull this one out at the very exactly, end. Do not underestimate exactly, how fucking slimy and, and, exactly capable, and capable of pulling this out he is. He that's will exactly find a way. That's exactly what I'm going to do here. Just, he almost uh, because, does. Because we, before we move on to this picks thing, I am uh, throwing down a caveat here. Yeah, what's up? For this week, Brian, you are giving your pick before I give mine. Fair enough. Okay. I'm just gonna be Kermit over here and just sipping my tea. <laughs> Don't I got, mind I got me. two weeks. I got two weeks to get up seven games here. Seven okay. games on you. And uh, are you? Let, let me ask you before we get into it. Are are you attributing me winning to taking the a game after you? No. What we've been picking. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm attri- I mean, me and you have amazing records. If if you had told me I was going to be 128 and 77, that's like 50 games above 500, 51 to be exact. I'd be so happy. The All fact right. that you're 65 games above five, it's ludicrous. I just I, want to make sure that that's not, that's not being thrown around no, uh, no, 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 no. when I no, win. No, 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 no. You've won this fair and square, but there's still two weeks left. And the slate wipes clean for playoffs, buddy. Hey. So let's move on. Let's no do reason it. Let's to start bl- it up. I have no reason to believe Week I won't 16, carry it 16, left coasters picks. Here we go. What do you got, Brad? All right, here we go. So uh, the first game is this Thursday, and that is the Giants at the Eagles. I'm going to pick the Giants. Dangles. Hmm. This is tough. Um, this is at the link. This is one that I think the Giants could definitely lose. This is a stealable game for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants don't play well in Philadelphia can I pick, traditionally. Can I throw a little caveat why I picked the the New York Giants? Not Please. only did I not only did I watch them this week, uh I also saw Carson Wentz this week play poorly. Yeah, he didn't play well. He did not play well. If there's one player right now at quarter at the quarterback position who uh, other other than Brock Osweiler, who's kind of taking a slide, it's Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz started really well. He's kind of sliding, and I don't know if he's got enough juice in him right now. And the tools around him, Aguilar is not playing super well. Yeah. I don't know, after watching what they did to my Detroit Lions, I don't know a better defense in the league right now it's than the scary, New York Giants. They? they are on 
complete fire. Yeah. 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 I'm going to pick New York. Um, Take it, Tony. I dare you. Fly, Eagles, fly. Good for you. All right. We'll know by Thursday if you've picked up that one that one that Starts one win. On Thursday. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. But to, to go off of it, the New York Giants have played two of the best weeks of football they've had all season, and it's just like the Giants for them to have a flubbed game before they go on a playoff tear into and the Super And you know who's been the but you know who's been the team to do it against is Philadelphia yeah, too. Yeah, I'm and you know Philly. who's been the worst part about the New York Giants team right now? I got a couple right of now? upsets coming this week. What? Eli Manning. Eli Manning's been the He's w- the only thing that is not functioning on a high level for the New York Giants is <laughs> Isn't Eli Manning. Isn't that astonishing? No. That's astonishing. It's not astonishing, it's not astonishing that's in Eli the Manning. least. No, but that's it's Eli astonishing Manning. that a team at, what, 10 and 4 right yes. now? Yeah. The, the worst, worst player part of their the team is their my quarterback. Dad to, my dad tried to call him a great quarterback earlier tonight. I was having I was having a te- <laughs> I was having a text argument with my dad. To roll about, over. He he made a he made a statement that I think is ridiculous, and we could debate it another time. That that wide receivers don't take over games, which I think is the most ludicrous, insane thing you could possibly say. Dad, I'm sorry, you need your head examined. Obj. But, yeah, I, I we can go we could go on, but he 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 he's, he tells me he's like, oh, you know, you got it's, it's all about the quarterback that's throwing to them and the line protecting. Yes, great, Eli but. Eli's fucking terrible. And he's going to lose this Thursday. No, Let's not. move on. No, he's Let's not. Move on. OBJ is going to take that game. Let's watch move it. on. Uh, all right. So we have a Saturday game, December 24th. Yeah, that's uh, that's not Christmas. No, no, no. Uh, it's, the, it's Christmas Eve. They all play on Saturday. There's a full slate of yes. Saturday yes. games okay. this week. Nobody no, plays on Sunday. Sunday. No, there's two games Sunday. on Sunday. There are two games Sunday. Oh. We have uh, two is, games on Sunday. So we got a full weekend. Yes. Wait Merry full, Christmas. It's a full weekend Wait till you see these Sunday games. Okay, okay. These Saturday, two Sunday Saturday games first, are Saturday awesome. First, Saturday first. All right, Saturday first, we've got the Dolphins at the Bills. Ooh, Miami. Miami. Uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This game's in <laughs> Buffalo on Christmas Eve. It's going to be fucking cold. Wow. It's going to be cold. Miami doesn't play Matt well. Matt Moore did not look bad. Miami doesn't play well in the snow, though. This I, is tough. This is tough. Uh, in Buffalo, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna pick the Bills. There you go, Dan. We've never done Buffalo. that. Though. We haven't done that yet. Nobody's ever like mid sentence taken taken back. Well, we'll allow Dan. No, no, I'm gonna allow I it. Have, I just think that's I interesting. I have nothing to gain. I have Week nothing 16. to gain here. I did finish my thought and say Miami, but but I feel like I I picked it up close enough. Okay. Like if there had been discussion and then it'd be like you know what no, no, I'm gonna good. change my mind. You good? You good? What do you got there, Bray? I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Mike uh, Matt Moore. That was one of your picks, wasn't it, son of a bitch? Uh, sexy Rexy, Buffalo. He's right. just gonna change. He's just gonna change him up. That's fine. That's fine. It's, I know. I understand his well, strategy. Here's, at this here's point. the problem. If I just change it up, Brian's gone thirteen and three, twelve and four, eleven and five all season. So if I just change it up, that's that's a recipe for disaster. I'm going with my gut here, sexy Rexy. All right. I think Matt Moore's gonna do great. Saving his season. By the way, G- saving his career. In Matt Buffalo. Moore had the second best QBR great day. rating. Great day for Matt Moore. Great day. And who did they play? The Jets. The Jets. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I could get a QBR rating against the Jets. Yeah. yeah that was but, the Saturday night game. I'm right. counting on that defense. All right. Next, we have the Jets at the Patriots. New England. You yeah. Don't even have to pick. New England. Right. Tony's going to be at this game. Uh, let me know how it is. I'm leaving uh, take in some the picks. third quarter. Take I'm some leaving picks. in the third quarter. Well, you, my hands will be frozen. I ain't taking any. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got to leave in the third quarter anyway to beat the traffic out of Fox. Yeah, we're, bro. we got it's Christmas Eve miserable. plans that night. All the, yeah. all the, all the, like, the young dudes and the family are going to this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. But New England's going to be kill nice them. and toasty, aren't you? Yes. Next, we have the Titans at the Jags. Tennessee. Tennessee. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, it didn't work. Don't for, you dare! It didn't work. Don't you dare! It didn't work for L.A. because they tried. Granted, they tried. Everything went wrong. Johnny Hecker throws the ball into the ground and a Does fake Blake punt. Does Blake Bortles learn how to throw all of a sudden? When you get a new head coach, you come out with a gusto. Are you doing that because you of Doug come Marone? out with a gusto. Doug Marone wins in Jacksonville. You Write said beyond down. a shadow of the doubt that the, that a team wins the week after they fire their coach. Yeah. When the Rams. Yes. When the Rams. You can't I heard just, him say you that. You can't just play it. Yes. You can't just play it off like it was a, a, yes. a slip of the tongue. Time Tony. No, no. I said it. I said it. And I absolutely believed in it. And again, that Marcel Reese play changed the game. It was Changed wrong. The it game. was wrong this Made week. Made it ten nothing instead of six nothing. Changed the game. Terrible refereeing. It was wrong this weekend. It'll be wrong again. Jacksonville, Maroon. All right. Next we have the Vikings at the Packers. Packers. Yeah, Packers. This is at Lambeau. All right. Take him, Bry. Take Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson does always kill us. If I was still alive in my fantasy league, fuck you, Allen. Uh, I, w- I would I would have no problem starting I know, AP. I, I know the Minnesota Vikings defense is not the Minnesota Vikings defense, but they're still... They, I still can see them for they some... They trounced us in His legs two. being held together with super glue. He's not going to run all over you guys. He does it every year. 
He does it every year like clockwork. And I'm sure he's not happy. And let's keep in mind, too, the Vikings are not out of it. No, they're, they're not. not. They need this win. They if need they this lose, win. they're out of it. So they're desperate. But I, I, I'm i with Dangles. They play inside. They can't handle yeah, Lambo it's, cold. It's, it's Lambo. But then again, they're going to run the ball like hard. That's what they're going to do. You know, old-fashioned. But I'm going to go with the, the Packers. All right. Uh, next, we have the Chargers at the Browns. Mm, I don't think Cleveland beats San Diego this week. Even if it's in Cleveland, I'm going, I'm going Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers as well. I've uh, the reason I'm seven games behind is because of how many times I've picked the Browns to win. I'm picking San Diego. All right, Redskins at Bears. God, the Redskins mm, just this put is, up a fucking egg. This is in Carolina. Chicago too, and it was blistering cold. And Chicago did not uh, look bad despite no. their three interceptions on a Barkley. No. Yet, yet still stayed in that Alshon game. Jeffrey I still had understand that. Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey had a big day. Um, looked good coming back. This is tough. Um, I'm going. I, why am I picking first? I don't have anything. I don't, yeah, he won't go, pick. Dangles, go. Oh, he no, won't no, pick. I said, why am I picking first? Yeah, it, it, Tony won't pick first. That's the rhythm. Dangles, then Brad, then me. Tony's picking his points at which he's going to go against me, I know. Just, he is just for the sake of going to, against he is, me. He is lucky that he gets I gotta to make go it interesting sometime. That he gets to go after everybody else. Um, I've I been going Washington, first the whole year. Uh, no, you haven't. No, no, no. I go back and forth. I, I think, purposely go back and forth. Don't don't even start. Dang, that what do you got? I think Washington is. Uh, I, I think they're going to win on the road. I think they beat the Bears. I think the Redskins have a lot to play for. Uh, the Redskins have everything to play for. I think they win, but again, Barkley is not looking. Well, here's the thing: Barkley looked terrible in the second quarter through three picks. Well, well, I, third I didn't quarter. watch that game from start to finish. Why? They were why bad was picks. that? They were bad picks. Overthrowed right to the safety. Okay. They were all bad decisions. But then at the end, he can slice them up with the best of them. So depends on who you get. But Washington wins. We we all might be wrong on that one. Who knows? Uh, Falcons at the Panthers next. Hmm. I'm going Falcons. I didn't even think about this game. Okay. Uh, I'm also gonna take the Falcons, even though it's in Carolina. Don't care. Yeah, Carolina, I mean, they played Washington really, really hard. Atlanta and Carolina have great games together. Atlanta, Atlanta is putting needs points to up win. like crazy. Atlanta needs to win, but it's not like the end of their season if they lose because Tampa Bay is still a game behind them. So they could still win that division with a loss right here. The Falcons want to buy. Yeah, yes, yes, they do. You're correct. They're 9-5 and five and they want to buy, and Seahawks are only at 9-4-1. and four and one. I'm going with Carolina. Good for you. Boy, I, I'll tell you what, man. I hope for your sake y- you catch some of these. Otherwise, this is going to be a bad week. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what this is what I'm going with. Okay. I have to. I have to make a run somehow. It's that time in the season. Yeah. I, I think you could, I think you could have waited next till next week. No, because I—keep going. There's nope. some reasons. I, I truly believe Jacksonville wins. I truly believe Philadelphia wins. Like, some of these things I really believe in, so I'm going for the pick. I give you Philadelphia. Fuck you in Jacksonville. Going for the pick. And, I truly and, believe and Buffalo wins. I truly believe Buffalo wins. I'm going for the— like, okay. this is the week. All right. Uh, then we have the, now we're getting into the afternoon games here. We got the Colts at the Raiders. This is another one. This is another one that I truly believe to happen. Yeah, he will. So he's going to pick, he's going to pick Indy. I think Indy uh, he, he's wins. Gonna pick, he he's going to pick Indy. I don't I see think how. Indy wins. I don't see how Oakland there loses is a this reason. game at home. There is a reason, gentlemen, that I, ha- there's a reason I have not killed Indy in my Gravestones pick. Because I still think that that AFC South is up to grabs with Indy. They need a lot of help. They would need a loss from this Houston team. They would need two losses from Houston, Tennessee to lose to Jacksonville, and Indy to win out. That's how they make it happen. I admire your faith, but I think you're misguided. I think Indy wins. And you go Oakland, uh, Dangles? Yeah, absolutely. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The Titans are 8-6. and If they win their last game against Houston, because Houston loses out, right? And then They're the nine Texans and seven. play. Then the Titans play the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. You're banking on that win. Yes. That you Indi- need that win. Indianapolis is, too. That's the only way they make it is if Houston and Tennessee. No, both, but what's a tiebreaker between Tennessee if and Houston Indy? and Tennessee both lose this week? Indy wins out. Tennessee beats Houston next week. Indy is in on tiebreaker. I think they have a better divisional record they're than Tennessee. A, you're 100 percent sure that yep. they had the tiebreaker with Tennessee. Right on the MMQB. Thanks, Peter King. I th- I'm going with Indy. Uh, you can't you can't convince me otherwise. Okay, going with Indy. It's a lot to bank on, but so I'm going with saying, Oakland. So you're saying there's a chance. I, I'm not saying that, 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 that it's of improbable. Of course, there's a chance. That's why the state the statement any given Sunday exists. Indy. 
Indy, Indy. Indy. I said Oakland. You twice guys now. both killed Indy last week against Minnesota, and they spanked Minnesota. And nobody They're saw that coming. They're still not going to make the playoffs with Houston somehow drunkenly stumbling their way into the playoffs, <laughs> and Tennessee actually fighting for the right, playoff spot right. that they deserve. So There's you no guys both take way. Oakland. I take Indy. Let's keep it moving. All right. Uh, next are the Buccaneers at the Saints. This, this is a fun game. This will be a good game. Is interesting. If this game, game if this you're game, going first on this one. No, I'm not going first. If this you guys were, are doing great. Go if first. If this game were not at Ray J in Tampa, or uh, if this game were at Ray J in Tampa, I would say Tampa is going to win, uh, no questions asked. But this is in New Orleans, mm-hmm. so this is going to be a tough environment for Jameis Winston. Um, I don't know. I might have to defer to Tony on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going. Little, I'm going third. I'm a little. Uh, what what right do you have? to I go said it at the beginning. Were you not listening? I'm going third. Oh, no, you right, just said right, you were going to go right. after Brian. You I'll never said I'm going third. You just said I'm going after Brian. Don't put words in your mouth. I'll go first. New Orleans will win. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm so happy taking Tampa Bay. I was taking them no matter who you took. I think Tampa Bay wins. Okay. I think they played Dallas really well. They played them really well. They played them really well. Yeah. They're a better team than New Orleans. Yeah, I think Tampa wins this game as well. Okay. Yeah. Next, we have the Cardinals at the Seahawks. No chance. Cardinals I, I are can't dead. can't see a way that Cardinals Arizona wins this. Uh, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle all the way. All right. Next we have. Now we didn't do the uh, pick them for the 49ers at the Rams. <laughs> the oh, week, rematch week, week one. one. Rematch. Oh, I believe the final was twenty-eight to nothing, and the only more 49ers win of the year so far. Wow. Remember, we got to that was the first week we recorded. We got That's together. At, we got together at Tony's apartment and in Los Feliz, and we watched every oh second of that shit show. Oh my god! On your projector. That was oh. week one before we recorded our first episode, and that was a disaster of a football game. And I have no reason to expect that this weekend won't be an equal disaster. I'm actually going to pick San Francisco to win this again. Oh man. man. Oh, because the Rams are just so god awful yeah, on I'm offense. Go with the 49ers. I'm sorry, like you're going with the 49ers as well. Yeah, because the 49ers have played people tough. They have played people tough, and LA has been blown out like five straight weeks. And Jared Goff just does they not can't look score. Good. When was the last time the Rams scored a touchdown? Was it was it two weeks ago? They got they got one. Is Atlanta? They got one against Atlanta, yeah, right? Atlanta. They got one on the board, or was it two? It was 42 to 14. So they got two touchdowns on the board against Atlanta. So so and most of them come at garbage time. Yeah, this is a team that is not scoring at all in the first half. I would be oh, damn. I would be very interested to see what their record is when trailing at the half. I would imagine it's bad and worse. All right, Tony, come on. Get LA. off the shitter. Going with LA. Good for you. I think you know, they, you, I think they have a revenge game here. When was the last time you were right about a Rams game. Ah, uh, that uh, well, I said earlier that Cleveland was the reason I'm losing this. L.A. is the reason I'm losing this. I was going to say you I'm been happy right like about two and fourteen on the Rams this year. It's been bad. I admire your your attempt to be altruistic and <laughs> and choose the team. Yeah, but, good for you. you know, but it, it's you know it has. I mean, honestly though, honestly though, pick like trying to race you in the picks aside. I think L.A. remembers that twenty eight to throbbing. No matter who the coach is, I think they do too. I, I just think don't the, think they're good enough to win the game. I, I, uh, if they yeah. win the game, it's because the defense yes. shuts down yes. every bit of the 49ers and they win ten to. I mean, Colin seven. Kaepernick is a pretty special kind of awful. Like Blaine he's really too. friggin' bad. All and right. Chip Kelly's keeping his job, my ass. Uh, next, we have now. This is the 8:30 game on Saturday night. 8:30 Eastern, Christmas oh. Eve. 8:30 Eastern. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not going to spend any time with my family. I'll actually be on Eastern time at that point. We I'm have not, a lot riding on I'm these I'm not going to spend we? any time with my family. I'm going to be in, Lo- in Orlando with my girlfriend's family just staring at my phone, like going to the bathroom <laughs> like 12 times in an hour. So um, we'll all be there. We have this is a good, This is a really interesting game. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Houston Texans. Not an interesting game. Cincy wins. That's who I was going to pick. Damn it, really? Truly. Shit. Oh, that's fun. I'm going to take Houston. Dude, the Bengals <laughs> spanked, spanked Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh for the first three quarters. Yeah, absolutely. And then Pittsburgh came back somehow. Some Houston way. has found its way into somehow an eight and six position, leading the That's AFC true. South. They've won games. They've had absolutely no business winning because for some reason, when Who teams starts? when teams play Tom the Savage. Houston Texans, they suddenly lose. It's like when rain. <laughs> it's like when rain falls in Los Angeles. People suddenly lose. Like they could that have been driving this for week. twelve. They could have been driving for twelve <laughs> years. People, when it rains in Los, suddenly lose all their ability to drive. When people play the Houston Texans, they lose all their ability to play football for some <laughs> uh, some reason i don't understand it the, the uh, lions fell victim uh, uh lions fell i'm, victim, I'm actually pissed you picked that now i want to pick houston it's too late i wrote down cincy i'm not crossing do you want to change it 
No, I've, I haven't changed one I yet. Changed, I changed one today. Yeah, but you were changed in your own train of thought. Like, this would be after This the would fact. literally be because I didn't pick Yeah, so I'm not going to do that. That's, that's evil. All right, okay. let's get to the Christmas Day games you, then. Okay, next uh, we have... So, the, Christmas Day. Open up our presents Christmas here. Day. <laughs> this is a... Uh, this would be no, one. not quite. The game started at one thirty Pacific. I was just going to say that, four thirty, Which is 4.30 Eastern, so you should have <laughs> you should have had your presents open by then. All okay. right. Next, this is... This is this is you taking a late afternoon nap after a couple uh, eggnogs. Uh, this is the Ravens at the Steelers. Ooh, doctor. This Good is game. a game. Good this game. game. This game belongs at week 17. I'll do you a favor. I'll go first. Yeah. Steelers. Ravens. I was picking the Ravens no matter who you picked. All right, I was picking the Steelers. So All right. Screw you. There you go. I mean, both of these teams are really fun to watch. Ooh, yeah, they are. Um, this is Pittsburgh is the Pittsburgh. offense. Pittsburgh is the offense. Baltimore is the defense. At Pittsburgh. I think Baltimore gets in the way enough. Pittsburgh wins. wants this. Even though Joe Flacco like quietly is having a terrible, terrible season. Awful season. Terrible season. But Pit- going Pittsburgh, with Pittsburgh for me, too. Steelers. All righty. Uh, this is the late game on Sunday. The Broncos at the Chiefs. Oh, man. Chiefs. Done. Easy. That was oh, simple. The Broncos look terrible against the Patriots. The Patriots defense isn't that good. But keep in mind the Chiefs just did lose to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, not on, that, a fluke, not... on a fluke play, a game that they should have won. And they, they yeah, but they didn't the, take Kansas away. City. Kansas City, for the record, for the record. Uh, and by the way, if we're while we're while we're on the subject, I gave my tip of the cap earlier to uh, Marcus <laughs> Mariota. So if we're going to continue on the Stephen Colbert train, my wag of the finger goes to Andy Reid, who I've harassed before for his <laughs> clock management skills. And this week, what does he do? He ices Ryan Suckup, who misses his first field goal <laughs> attempt. He iced him. If he had just let him kick the ball, the Chiefs win. But no. <laughs> Oh, he iced him and suck up drills the 53-yarder on his second try. Come on, Andy Reid. I will put Alex Smith in the wag of the finger category before Andy Reid. Alex Smith did not look good. Yeah. And Alex Smith, when he doesn't play well, like just medium rare well, yeah. they don't win games. They don't win. I mean... I don't know a team where the bar is set lower for a quarterback. Other, maybe I mean, Brock Osweiler. Other than, wait, no, the bar is set lower in Denver. This game's in Arrowhead. True, so true. I take that back. You, Trevor Simeon right. can get away with I murder mean, in Denver. He can have a 17.1 QBR. Because he has a defense that's arguably better than Kansas City's. I mean, this game's in. This game is in Kansas City. I All mean, right, make your a, pick, Tony. It's a credit to Marcus Mariota that he was able to engineer a comeback oh, I, I, in one of the most hostile fan environments. I just don't think Trevor Simeon that has that. That might be the biggest win of the season. Honestly, the most surprising big win, big win when you needed it most, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, might have been. Tony? Uh, I think Denver fighting in the locker room is, uh, they're not like Seattle, where Seattle can fight with each other and it makes them stronger. Denver fighting with each other means bad things. I'm picking Kansas City. It really is astonishing, isn't it, that the Seattle Seahawks can basically hate each other, but they somehow have that cohesion, that glue factor that just drives them to win. Doesn't make any that's sense. Inf- that's impressive. I'm picking Kansas City. Uh, all right. Monday uh, night. Monday night. All right. My Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. Awesome. Awesome. This should be a awesome. great game. They should knight the man who made this schedule. Like, unbelievable final Monday night game of the season. Unreal. Is that really the last Monday yes. night? Yes. They all play on Sunday, the week 17. That's impressive. Final Monday night game of the season. Arguably the two best teams in the NFC going at it. I um, it's gonna be good. I just I I don't think that the Detroit Lions defense is going to be able to keep up with the Dallas rushing attack. No. I think Zeke is going to have another hundred plus yard game and run all over them. Um, I have to I have to. I think this game may look a lot like the um, the final at least may look a lot like the uh, Dallas Tampa game this past week or yeah uh, this past Sunday. Uh, I just don't see a path to the Detroit for the Detroit Lions to win. There I are think, too many variables. I also think you're going to, to if we're using comparisons, I think you're going to see a similar game to the New York Giants. The New York Giants had a rushing game all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't bode well for the Detroit Lions, who are going up against the best runner, who, by the way, also has a guy handing off to him who's who's lighting up the scoreboard. 32 for 36, Dak Prescott. God, does he look good. And an offensive line that could do whatever it wants. I, I, I just don't see Matt Stafford keeping up. I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the Dallas Cowboys have a decent defense, mm-hmm. and and I and they're going to square up well against Golden Tate and Marvin Lewis because right now the Detroit Lions, if you didn't think they had a, if you don't think they had a running game, if you didn't think they had a running game at the beginning of the season, 
it's even worse now. Yeah. Thirty-eight yards was their was their <laughs> was was their top rusher. Thirty-eight yards on thirteen attempts. That's yeah. Mr. Washington. So okay. sorry. So you're taking Dallas. Yes. All right. That's Ma- it. Uh, that ain't it. I'm making an interesting baby. Oh I've, wait, no, you're not. You're you're you're, you're you still got to choose. I've gone against you. I think ten times this week, and I'm going against you right here with Detroit. I think Detroit, uh, New York Giants are might be the best defense in the league the last two weeks. They've stopped Dallas and Detroit, two of the best offenses in the league. And I think we see uh, Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans type score in this game, what? back and forth, points on points on points. And I think Matt Stafford pulls it out. Where are you? I'm still se- going with the lucky Staffords. Where are you seeing Detroit being one of the best offenses in the league? Uh, just passing wise, Matt. Sta- I'm talking about like fourth quarter. Matt Stafford can't be stopped passing offense in the league. But that requires them to be in the game. Yeah, I think they're going to be in this game. I think the, I think it's going to be a shootout from from the first play of the game. I think it's going to be a shootout. Well, the course is going to be a shootout because they don't have anything else going for them. I think that I think Detroit wins. I don't know. I mean, there's no logistical. Matt has had two bad te- bad bad weeks back. All right, back. hey. That's it. Detroit, Detroit baby. Detroit, okay. All right, all right, Detroit, all right. Baby. So now that's Detroit. the end of our pick section. That's the end of our Week 16 Left Coasters podcast. Again, Tony Cavallo with Matt D'Angelo and Tony O'Brien, the ballerina, Balzarini. Uh, we will be back in Week 17. I believe it'll just be me and Bry Guy unless we can figure out something different. But we will definitely have a Week 17 show after Christmas. To all the Left Coasters listening at home, to you two who I won't see for a little while, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, all the above. Again, this is the Left Coasters Podcast. And as always, ram it. Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 